As educators and parents, we're always looking for great opportunities to get our kids thinking outside the box, to think critically and with curiosity. And on today's episode, we're going to chat with a former MythBuster who is helping to create the National STEM Challenge for 6th to 12th graders in the United States. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Each episode features educators sharing their practical ideas to put more science, technology, engineering, and math into every classroom every day. For show notes and more information, visit dailystem.com. Here's your host, Chris Woods. Well, educators, I'm so excited on today's episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. We get to chat with Carrie Byron. And if that name sounds familiar to you, it's probably because you watched an episode of Mythbusters or two in the past. But now she is doing some phenomenal stuff, getting kids excited about STEM, all kids. And she's got a national STEM challenge she's going to be talking about today. Welcome to the show today, Carrie. Thank you very much. Stoked to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. And definitely right away, educators, nationalstemchallenge.com. That's the place you want to check out and find out more information. But Carrie, how did how did you transition from, you know, being somebody we all know as, as Mythbusters to helping out getting more kids excited about STEM? Maybe it's just natural progression. <laughs> well, for me, through Mythbusters, I kind of found this love for science. Yeah. I didn't know I was a science communicator until the show had been rolling for a while and teachers started using clips in the classroom to explain yeah. physics or critical thinking or the scientific method. Yeah. And I would visit classrooms and it, seeing the excitement, it just gave me this light bulb moment that digital storytelling is STEM communication. And I've become a STEM advocate since then. I mean, it's I, I've done... 20 years of shows about science and travel and yeah. all sorts of exciting things. But this is a culmination of everything I've ever done with my career is I'm a co-founder of a platform called Explore with uh, Jenny Bukos and Andrew Zimmern. You might remember him as the mm -hmm. chef of so many different TV shows. Yeah. But between the three of us, we have 60 years in creating factual programming. Yeah. So we create short format video content that's going to fill education gaps and help kids understand how their education can be relevant, relatable, and real world. Yeah. Now, because we have this incredible platform, we have a special set of skills that we, <laughs> that we are going to apply to the National STEM Challenge and Festival. Wow. So the challenge, now this is where kids sixth through 12th grade can submit a project that will tackle a real world problem, something that will make a positive impact on their community, its people, or the world at large. Yeah. And they're doing this under six themes, uh, environmental stewardship, future foods, health and medicine, powering the planet, space innovation, and tech for good. Yeah. These are things that kids are already thinking about. They um, are, this, yeah. Yeah, this is stuff that they engage with all the time. So. They can take, uh, they can go to the nationalstemchallenge.com and there is a place that they can use Canva with mm -hmm. a three slide template and write out their ideas, which they can submit to us. And we are choosing kids, top scoring kids from every single state, territory, the DOD, the BIE schools, basically every single student in America, grades six through 12, has a chance to be flown with their caretaker to the National STEM Festival in DC 
which happens April 12th and 13th, so that they can show off their awesome projects. Yeah. And and I'm just thinking so many of those things you're talking about, Carrie. I mean, you, you talked about Explorer and and definitely educators check that out, expl.r.com. Of course, all these things are in the show notes as well. But you you talked about that real world, that relevancy that you're you're trying to create through that content, those, those short bursts of things that often just like a Mythbusters clip, it it sparks that interest and takes you know that that worksheet that's maybe in front of that kid and makes it makes it come alive. And that's what this this project, this challenge, is really all about. You know, I, I found early on that it doesn't matter how rowdy the audience, because I have I have walked into some some rooms, some stages where it's just thousands of rowdy, rowdy kids with a lot of energy yeah. that are just you know screaming and yelling and maybe not paying attention. The second the lights dim and that video comes on, mm-hmm. they're quiet and they engage. So that's why I found digital storytelling such an incredibly powerful medium to get kids to internalize these incredible lessons and, and to actually learn in spite of themselves. We want to meet them where they're at. Yeah. So that's why we're we're doing not only the STEM festival, which is going to, you know, highlight the top scoring kids, but there's going to be a year long campaign of digital content that we're putting out on Explore. You know, it's a subscription platform, but all of this content is free. So anybody who downloads the app can see all of the national STEM challenge and festival content. We want to highlight kids projects all over the country because you never know when a good idea one place actually applies to another um there's some kids doing vertical farming Mm -hmm. in the classroom in the bronx where Mm -hmm. there's a bit of a food desert and it's hard to get fresh vegetables vertical farming is not just a future foods experiment it's also a space innovation experiment it's also deep in the desert experiment so you know as we think about climate change or traveling to space, that little idea in the Bronx can be a big idea all over the country that can be applied in so many different ways. So we really want kids to inspire other kids because they're the real stakeholders. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, you know, that kid's idea from from the Bronx is going to spark some slightly different idea from some kid in Minnesota and some different idea from some kid in Texas. And and all those ideas start to work together. That's when that ball really gets rolling. And it's not just uh, we think about these big problems and, uh, you know, industry is going to solve them. But but our kids can actually be part of that solution process right now. And that's why you're trying to say, hey, make these real relevant solutions to these challenges. Yeah, I always say, look in your own community mm-hmm. and what concerns you and then work backwards. Because this this age group, six through 12th grade, they, mm-hmm. they don't have boundaries on their creativity. It's this is, this is how we thought as Mythbusters. So this is why I think that I relate so hard to the six through 12th graders yeah. is that come up with some crazy idea. Yeah. And there's no limit to how you can solve it. So you just work backwards. It's that it's that engineering design process that so many teachers are talking about, you know, and 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 overlapping with the the scientific method. And that's two things you're really trying to to make sure that teachers encourage their kids to use as part of their their digital submissions, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think there's three important things to getting a kid on the right path and propelling, just creating that trajectory into STEM learning. Number one, critical thinking. Critical thinking is so important, and I don't care if we're talking about science. English, humanities, critical thinking is so important. Um, The second thing is empathy. 
I think that if we really want to solve the world's problems and we want to create a workforce for the future that is going to be good solution makers, we have to show them empathy. And number three is confidence. You know, we're trying to reach teachers that are in communities that they know the kids that might have the great ideas that might not raise their hands. Yeah. I was one of those kids. I was yeah. super, super shy, mm-hmm. but Me I'm too. a creative, hardworking person. And it just takes that catalyst moment to, to show a kid, you belong in STEM, you are important, you have good ideas. And we're really hoping that both the challenge and the festival is gonna be that for a lot of kids. Yeah, and, and it's great, Carrie, just just listen to a lot of those things. And I can really hear uh, not only your heart for kids as as someone who's been involved in, I, I guess you could call it even edutainment, but <laughs> but also as a parent, you know, I mean, you're, you're thinking of your own kid and I, I'm thinking of my own kids too and, and my kids in my classroom. And and I want them to, to say, I've got these skills, I've got these interests and how do I make them collide together to make these, these great careers someday and teachers i can't i can't encourage you enough head to nationalstemchallenge.com and and just start looking at the information and see how easy it is to sign up and and i, and I know there's some due dates coming up so can you talk about that carrie yeah uh submissions are open now um the window ends november 12th and then a blind review process happens what's really cool about the challenge is that kids that submit their projects don't just go into the ether they're going to get real life feedback from people in the industry under their theme so you might come up with a better idea for 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 space and an astronaut gives you (laughs) feedback (laughs) Um, I mean, we're talking about leaders in tech and energy and environmental stewardship. We have the most incredible people involved in this project, and we've got so many volunteers. Also, we're looking for more and more reviewers so that we can get as many reviewers as possible. So that's another thing you can find on the website. And we've we've made it fun. We actually have 24 ambassadors, four for each category that are psi communicators, influencers like really cool role models that are helping us get the word out. People like Deja Taylor. When this girl was in high school, I mean, she's still very young, but when she was in high school, she came up with this idea to create stitches made from fish scales that change color when there's infection. I mean, it's an idea that could make a real difference. And I've seen so many of these projects because I've been involved in science fairs for a long time now. And I'm always really impressed with the kind of thinking that comes up with solutions that really can make a difference. I mean, kids have walked away with patents from these science fairs, you know, apprenticeships, internships, just it's, it's such a great way to foster that curiosity and that, that life in STEM. Yeah. That curiosity then leads to that confidence and and then leads to really some incredible careers that those kids can can do someday. And, and like you said, that critical thinking, so important for our kids to get them to to not just say, oh, I'm just going to look on Google and find the answer. You know, you, you can't just look on Google and find the answer to to that problem that's that's in your community. So that's where that that critical thinking, that's where that creativity comes in. And so that's really awesome to hear that, Carrie. And, and and you mentioned Canva and so many teachers are using that. So you've got some built-in templates, right? That that kind of help those kids to be able to figure out what to to do and and make for their their submission. It's really only just a three-page uh, submission, right? 
Yeah, we have a bunch of um, inspiration videos up as well. We, we've put them on, we do a lot of social media outreach. And so you can see kind of ideas that other people are thinking of or inspirations towards how you should think about your projects. So um, you can check it on the website, but also we are throwing stuff up on social media every day to give you a little assist. Uh, three PDF slides, uh, they just have to be projects that are tangible and not theoretical. Mm. That's it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it could be about beekeeping. It could be about recycling. It could be about so many things. It could be actually just taking your phone and doing research. Yeah. It's innovation. It's it's invention. There's really so many ways that you can participate. Yeah. And again, there's those six categories, educators, and, you know, Carrie lifted them off earlier on, but uh, check those out again on that nationalstemchallenge.com website. And I, I was just thinking today, Carrie, I, I took some of my chemistry students outside and we were picking some of the, the vegetables that were, you know, in our in our classroom garden outside and, and bringing those back in. And, and instead of using hybrid seeds we use heirloom seeds so we can we can dry those seeds out we can use them again next year and i'm planning to ask them questions like okay what else could we do with these seeds could we be planting them in our classroom could we uh, propagate them could we sell them could we give them away free to to people in the community and and is something that you've already got going maybe at your school that you could take another step further also, if you're already coming up with projects for other science fairs and festivals, yeah. this is the great thing that I love about the STEM community yeah. is a rising tide lifts all boats. So I am a big fan of all the other festivals that are out there. You can submit a project that you've already submitted to another festival. It doesn't have to be original just to this one. I mean, if you're a 3M young scientist, right? free, bring it in. We like it all. Yeah, yeah, we've got so many of those great STEM competitions happening all the time, educators, and it's great. That means it's that means it's great for our kids. There are more opportunities to share their ideas, and and definitely just just do one. I mean, if you you've been thinking, ah, maybe I shouldn't. I don't know if I've got the time. Your kids are going to gain so much from it. It's 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 taking, like you said, Carrie, that sciencey stuff, but saying how do I communicate it? I think of something you know said on MythBusters a lot. You know that difference between screwing around and science is writing it down. And that, <laughs> I that, love that quote so much. That's so great. <laughs> but that's but that's that's a little bit of what we want our kids to do. The difference between just you know having an idea and using your imagination to to making it be creative and solving a problem. It's it's just writing it down. It's it's starting to draw it out and 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 coming up with a plan and doing it. Now, even if it's past November 12th, 2023, there's still a lot of things that educators can do with their kids involved with this. And you mentioned there's going to be stuff ongoing, right? Yeah. Well, first of all, we are creating the foundation for what is going to be a continuing festival. This is the first, yeah. so there will be more. But because Explore is just year round going to be throwing down videos about all of this content, this doesn't stop with we are going to keep the stim potty going. I started to use STEM, like Smurf, like, you know, things are Smurf-tastic, everything. It's like, we have STEM ambassadors. This is a STEM-packed organization. <laughs> I'm starting to get, like, very STEM-tabulous about this all. I'm I'm just running through different prefix STEM things right now. In I know, head. it's so great. <laughs> oh, boy. Might have to have I a whole... I can make anything goofy. I can whole... make it all goofy. We need a whole lot of toys. Maybe that's one of the ideas that one of our students will come up with and, <laughs> and, and creating things like that. Now, Carrie, I love asking people questions, especially thinking about STEM education in general. And, and again, you're, you're not only uh, the STEM communicator, but you're also a parent. And so thinking about, about STEM education as we keep going in the future, you know, and, and what a great background you have. I would love to hear your, your thoughts on that question. Um, well, I'm a mom. 
And I am also an artist. I did not come yeah. to science in a traditional way. I came to it as an artist. Yeah. So for me, art was fostering a curiosity. And I didn't even know I liked science till I was on Mythbusters. And somebody told me I was doing science. And I had this moment like, <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa, science is just like art. Yeah. Now, I have a daughter who's 14, and she is in that perfect creative age. And, you know, I would love it if she was super scientist. But you know what she is? She loves filmmaking and storytelling. Awesome. So I like to tell her, you are a scientist because what you do is incredibly STEM and what you communicate is all because of STEM. So I just, I think that there's a way to reach every single kid and you take what they're interested in and help them kind of funnel that into the thing that's important. So me personally, my STEM journey has been through art. I think that STEM journeys can start from anywhere. That's, that's, that's definitely STEMtastic. And, and just, just getting me thinking about, I mean, every kid has those interests and, and right on and trying to find those, those real world, those relevant connections to, to STEM and in every one of those types of things. Uh, my daughter is right now, you know, doing a job at a theater and she's reworking the lighting on the, the costumes, you know, running the wiring and troubleshooting and things. And she's like sending me pictures, dad, look, I'm doing STEM, you know, here in my theater job. And, and again, there's so many crossovers and, and teachers sometimes don't know those connections. And so that's where something like Explorer.com can really uh, help those educators find those real world relevant connections as well. Yeah, we do a whole series on jobs that you didn't know existed. I mean, there is somebody who's a poop detective that actually can trace what's going on in communities. Through oh, yeah. Its waste. Like there's a million STEM jobs out there. I mean building skate ramps takes engineering and math mm -hmm. um, i i know a surfer who actually collects samples of the water so that they can see what's going on in the community because this waste goes into their water and they want to know the constituents of what they're bathing in i mean it's it's oh. really just fostering everybody's curiosity about the world around them yeah and it's not just you know i'm a math person and i'm gonna learn my math in my math class so that i could be a math teacher someday you know it's it's showing those kids all those great connections so that's awesome hey question i love asking everybody carrie if you could have somebody from stem past or present uh be that ultimate guest speaker in a classroom maybe that you get a chance to to visit in do you got you got somebody in mind that that you would love to be able to hear from i mean past or present is a huge field and so i'm just gonna go with the first person that pops into my head yeah i always think about sally ride yeah astronaut yeah. so here would be my dream duo is i would like sally ride and frida Kahlo to get together and have sally explain to frida what it feels like to be in space and have that freedom to frida Kahlo to create it artistically like i think that would be the most beautiful communion because i i really do say steam more than i say stem oh yeah but it works better for the festival to say stem so yeah yeah <laughs> I, I i agree you know and i i tell this to a lot of people and and you as an artist you you probably i'm sure agree you know there's there's no way to separate the the stem from from the arts there's so much overlap between them whatever medium you're using whatever type of whatever it is that you're creating there's so much stem involved in all that art aspect can i ask you who your person that you want to have in your classroom is my person besides carrie byron uh, ah, i'm already here who do you <laughs> who you got next 
Um, your person that you would want in the classroom to talk to stem? my my ultimate person would be george washington carver i i, I read uh, his I, I read his biography like every other year because he was somebody that was so incredibly creative and and used his critical thinking skills and was doing the same thing solving problems in his community around him and and figuring out ways to to take just something like a peanut and a sweet potato and and use that in so many different ways. And, and and it's great that so many kids get to read, you know, some of his basic biographies, but man, anybody that gets a chance to read like an, an adult kind of biography of his, it's incredible the different things that he did. And his when he went to the, the Tuskegee Institute for the very first time and there was no lab equipment, he didn't say, well, I guess we can't do anything. He just said, let's just find the junk piles and see what we can find. And they were using old pans and pots and broken glass bottles and stuff. And, and that's that that's that stem <laughs> using whatever you got could you imagine him in a big warehouse i mean that would be Ugh. he would he wouldn't he wouldn't know what to do with all that stuff so i hey. think the og mythbuster was benjamin franklin i i we he, we actually tried to replicate you know the key with yeah. the kite experiments yep. but i always wonder if somebody who is like a kooky inventor and such a great storyteller as ben franklin lived today and had social media uh, and all of the science and all of all of the technology that we have now like what could somebody like that do so i want to find all the little ben franklins that live around the world yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and a lot of the kids again that are going to join that national stem challenge they are those next ben franklins they are those next sally rides and and they're the next carrie byrons and they're going to be doing uh, amazing incredible things and uh, can't wait to see some of the projects kids and in, in their classrooms come up with and again teachers nationalstemchallenge.com and check out the social medias to get some some ideas and then any other last thoughts carrie before before we let you go i am super active active on the socials so if you have questions i'm likely to answer them there so yeah. hit me up i'm very accessible all right and and i got i guess i got to ask this question then since since i got you right here i don't think i've ever met a teacher that wasn't uh excited about uh, mythbusters and being able to to throw those episodes you know into a classroom setting and did you have like a favorite one and then just what did you what did you gain from all that what did you really learn that that just kind of helped you make you who you are today i mean i go into every project so 125% that my favorite was whatever we were working on at the moment, <laughs> yeah. because even when they sucked, even when I was arc welding in the rain and a making myself a complete circuit and shocking <laughs> myself because we had to get it done, right. I, I, would, I would take that moment and sort of laugh at what I was doing. It was such an incredible place mm -hmm. to have boundless creativity. I mean, I loved trying to figure out how to get to the answer, which is why I fell in love with the scientific method, which is why I'm doing what I do now. But my blanket answer is I liked Shark Week because when the day was done, we were in the Bahamas. So yeah. gotta say, go back and watch those episodes and we all look really happy because we're in the Bahamas. We're in the Bahamas. Yeah, That's a pretty good perk of the job, I guess. So everything that you got to do, I mean, that had to have just given you just so many great stories. Like, so you can answer a kid's question. So you can inspire that next generation of, of creators, of, of mythbusters, whether they're mythbustering on a show or they're just mythbustering something right there in their classroom or at home. So my favorite, the, the sevenfold paper myth. So just- oh. Goodness, my kid was just talking about that. It must be making the rounds on TikTok because she's like, oh. I heard it from upstairs. Mom, 
can you really not fold a piece of paper more than seven times? I'm like, try it. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I'm, I'm a high school math teacher. So that's that's exponential growth. That's for me, the perfect example. So although we, we've been talking about parabolas lately, so I think I got to help him figure out how to make an Archimedes death ray. So, oh, I mean, you know, it's also another fun one is making fire from ice. I mean, it takes a while, but I made a perfect sphere in ice and actually got paper to burn. We might have to do that too. That's fun. All right. You just reminded me, I know what I need to get going on. Again, Carrie Byron, thanks for joining us today from National STEM Challenge and Explore.com. And, and teachers, definitely check out all those links in the show notes as well. And of course, we'll have links to all your socials, but really appreciate it, Carrie, and all the best to you, especially as you uh, keep on being a great uh, mom to your kid too. Oh, and I just want to say thank you to all the teachers. You are so special to us and we know how hard you work and what you do. I adore you. So I'm sending out my love to all the teachers. Mwah. We do appreciate it. So it's hard work, but uh, again, it's the most important work that we can do. Teachers, keep up the great work. And, and again, if you need to connect with me, head to dailystem.com. Always happy to help. And until next time, do that most important job. Giving those kids that opportunity to be creative, to be curious, and to, to use those critical thinking skills to, to start solving those challenges in the world around them and right there in your community.